Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I get to hang out with some guys from the radio, like the real radio. Um, yeah, the guys from Brewman's and my man Justin from Earn Your Booze. So before we get into that, though, if you guys want to be really super awesome, rating review on iTunes is greatly, greatly appreciated. Helps us climb up the rankings, helps us get better exposure, which in turn helps Arizona Beer get better exposure. Do a rating and review on iTunes. Send a screenshot to eric at tapthateasy.com or direct message on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll get you out a swag bag. So thank you guys in advance for that. All right, let's get into this one. This is the Brewmans. These guys are awesome. Rob and Mike, really, really cool dudes. I met these guys, I don't know, a little over a year ago, and just great, great guys. And you can hear right away. They've got the radio voice, that's for sure. So, uh, and then my man Justin Cross, always a good time to see him as well. And his little girl was with us as well, recording. Um, she was kind of in the background. You'll hear her. She is amazing, cutest little girl. Well, she's, I would say, third cutest little girl. I got two daughters, so come on, man. I can't. I can't. Sorry, Justin, but girl, girl's cute, but not as cute as my kids. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get started with this one. For this episode, we were at the shop, hanging out. Guys from the shop, shout out to you guys for always, always being great hosts, being just awesome, awesome people. So, without further ado, let's tap into the Brewmance. intimidated here recording with two radio guys you know you can be a dude just, just uh, sit and put your back in it i decided here mike dude it's okay <laughs> yeah. don't be intimidated i think we should just roll with this right here we're, we're going with that right <laughs> <laughs> all right so we are where to play have you been here mike yes i have you have okay rob you have not been this here. my first time first time man this is this is a big deal you're pretty giddy you were like you still have a huge smile on your face because <laughs> it's oh. like Four miles from work. Yeah. Uh, it's very is that easy good or, drive. Is that oh, good or bad? It's a little bit of both. Yeah. 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 It's just depending on how though. many Uber rides I need to get home from here. They need an Uber. Weren't they talking about like an Uber like monthly subscription? Yes. I'd okay. Be, sign I'd me be, up for that. That's a good be, idea I mean, on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's meet everybody. We'll start with this gentleman over here. Who are you and what do you do? What do I do? <laughs> My oh, name is Rob Hunter. I am one half of the Brumats. You know, I have a little radio show on 550 KFY as well. Five in the morning, though. You're up a, that early. Those are real call numbers. Like, what I just did was not that. I just yeah. made up shit. Yeah. You guys actually have the real shit. Was it again? 550 KFY. Say it like that. <laughs> well, you got to move your eyebrows up and down like that, too. So people with Botox need not apply. <laughs> got to weed them out, man. <laughs> <laughs> this gentleman over here, he's looking intense. Look at him. He's, got, he's, ready, he's ready to ready rock, to man. Only a little intense. I'm just watching this little... Little infant little, over little here, human. seeing what she's gonna destroy. But anyways, I'm Justin Cross from Earn Your Booze, and friend of uh, everyone here at the table. So thanks for having me. Excellent. Uh, not your first time on the podcast. No, it's definitely not. I feel it's probably three, four, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We need to do. We need to do an Earn Your Booze specific episode pretty soon too. Sounds good. Yeah, maybe do I, it in Tucson. 
I'm sure. I'm always down to go to Tucson. I know. I know you are. <laughs> I ran into you in Tucson. Of all did. the gin joints in all the world. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, he's he's sitting at the bar at Barrio. Apparently, and, uh, I need an yeah. Eric Tucson story, so I need to make this happen. Everybody I else has yeah. one. Jeez. Right. I was looking for you. I was yeah. waiting for you. Only the cool kids, <laughs> yeah. Rob. Yeah. Only the cool kids. And who are you, Mike my Russell, the other 50% of the brewmance. That's what we do. That's what you guys we do. We talk beer. And drink we beer. Are, yes. The radio show was on 550 KFY, Saturdays at 5. Six. 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 Yeah, five, six. Wait, it said six. Five and six? Yeah, it might be Pacific Standard Time. I don't know. <laughs> it's around. Check your local listings. Yeah, there you go. Someone's going to be pissed. They're going to be by their radio at five o'clock. I'm like, come on, dude. Mike exactly. Russell. Find us on the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So how how did you get, how did the brewmance start? Honestly? Yeah. Got fired from a job. <laughs> was looking for something. I was like, you know, thinking of creative things to do and. So I came up with this idea, and I was like, Mike, I have this idea. And it wasn't quite the brew match yet, and I said, we need to do something around craft beer. And he was you like, I don't know, care. You guys had known each other, yes, though. Yes, we had. Because right? okay. yeah. I knew he liked craft beer, and we'd you know, drink craft beers and hang out. We yeah. were drinking craft beer at my house yep. right by the grill, Yep, like you should do. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I said, we should do this <laughs> thing. You know, We're going to do this, this beer stuff. And I, we, I had this idea it was going to be like this big, huge thing at first. And like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. They're like, yeah, I'm in. You said craft beer, you, uh, me, I'm in. So my wife came up with the name Brewmance, and here we are. We forgot to do another intro. Sorry, I was listening the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It's all good. Who you is guys this, Brewmantic. Who, Who is this? Who is this? Brewmance. This is Gianna Liberty Cross, my little 13-month-old daughter. She's ready to wreak havoc, man. I can tell. She's going to bust out of that thing soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's laughing, then I look at her, and she's like straight face, like, what are you looking at, dude? At least she's Mike, in a good mood. Mike's trying to give True. her his uh, phone case, not the actual phone. <laughs> no, not the actual. I stripped that quickly. <laughs> she's like, dude, like, I know that. What I want to have that DVD do with case, that? and I'm like, that's <laughs> not going to be my phone. No. So you had this idea to do a show. What, what was it? Was it just let's talk about it? Let's talk about it on our radio shows. Let's do video. What, what was the the idea? It at first was like all video. Okay. Yeah. So as we kind of started doing some videos, we got into beer reviews and we'd be goofing around doing the beer reviews and then we just kept elevating the game. Then I got another radio job. So we started talking about it on the radio and now we have the radio show in addition to podcasting like you're doing. Yep. Yep. And ours is, you know, we, we have, we drink a beer while having whatever kind of conversation. So it doesn't have to be about beer. It could be about, like, for example, one we recorded today was about Phoenix police officer who was fired. And are all cops heroes? Like, that was the debate we had uh, over a beer. Just, and we had a yeah. disagreement, but we, like, just talked about it like human beings. Like normal people? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Idiots. Beer makes yeah. you normal weird. people. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Dude, that's a t shirt right that's there. That's right. Beer, beer makes you normal people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you guys are idiots. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Yes. So, but have you guys always been, have you always been a craft beer fan? Me no, I I, I, see I had hunter, because I like, yeah I think I took a normal step in a craft beer like most people did when you you know you're sneaking Bud Lights from your parents in high school and then you know you get into college and then wow what's this Rolling Rock stuff yeah. this is fantastic <laughs> green bottle all day yes. fancy uh, yeah. <laughs> then I discovered new Belgium fat tire and I thought I was just man I was it I was at the top of the craft beer heap right there and uh, then just, just looking down on everybody yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all of you unwashed <laughs> swill drinking masses 
I have the best of the best. Yes, yeah. it, it is, and I learned quickly that it uh, that there's a whole different world out there. And Rob and I were doing a podcast actually about it being a great time to be alive. Yeah. That we're right now in a craft beer revolution. We're in the middle of the craft beer revolution. The United States has had all their different revolutions. Here, yeah. this is the craft beer revolution. Yeah. We're right in the middle of it. It's pretty badass. Yeah. And we we're in a great. Uh, community for it right arizona Absolutely. beer like we're seeing we're all seeing this thing explode well right? we have kind of eric and you know this we have like our elite level at the top and there's yep. these brewers that are geniuses and we all kind of know who they are and you talk to them and then you get these others that are trying to get to the elete level and they're like i want to crack the top echelon yeah. instead of working hard creating better beers and then you have your okay beers too and that's sure that's what a beer scene needs because some people like those okay beers and they think they're yeah. the best beers ever yep yeah what we're at the shop right and we got you know a PB&J Neonic on tap. I didn't know it was a PB&J. Oh, yeah. Well, that one, it's not labeled, oh, okay. but they just they just put it on. So you know, the, only the cool kids know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see? You need a secret password to know the PB&J, <laughs> what did you call it? Neonic. Neonic. That was so my second sour. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Man. When you're at Eric's level, there's a whole other menu that we don't even know about. Seriously. You know? It's yeah. like this slap piece of just roll up to in and out and just get a cheeseburger. You're like, wait, you obviously yeah. have not been here before. <laughs> Animal style yeah. or yeah. protein style or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the first time I went to in and out I ordered it monster style. I thought it was like super cool. And the girl's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <dude?"> right. like, <laughs> monster know, style, don't man, do with the onion cheese. I'm like, animal style? I'm like... Okay, if that's what you call it, <laughs> I mean, the In and Out that I go to, we just call it Monster. Okay. Which is the original In and Out in Southern California. You know, yeah. you wouldn't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Plenty you know. I that's read the about real it one in a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, and this gentleman here, are you still making beers, man? You have not. You, I mean, you're, the last... you, you have so much free time now. Oh yeah. And now <laughs> you can. <laughs> Dang. Well, when we first connected, it was it's that's kind of what, what's been the really cool thing is seeing this guy evolve, you know, to to all the things that that you've done. Um, but I miss your beer, man. I, I, I know, man. The, the last beer the I made was uh, I got to make it with Goldwater. You know, we did a, a collab beer and put that on at Goldwater Brewing. But as yeah. far as my own house, I am currently without a uh, fermentation system because oh, it got right. sold. So I still have the hot side for sale if anyone wants to buy some uh, brewery equipment. <laughs> that is uh, because, the alpha male. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I do want to um, – I am going to buy a smaller system that I can do another you know, typical six, seven-gallon batch on. But my, yeah. my 30-gallon thing right now is just a little ridiculous yeah. for, for what uh, my, my goals are at the moment. Sure. So. <laughs> but I do want some of my own beer go back Go big on. or go home. 30 gallons or nothing. Yeah, out of here. Right. it bites yeah, back sure. sometimes, but yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but you you came from the California beer scene, and yeah. now you've you've. When did you move to Arizona? I mean, I knew you grew up here, but right. when did you move back? Moved and, back and, uh, a little over three years ago. Okay, okay, that's crazy. I feel like I've known you for like twelve years. I know, it's me been too. Like three years, yeah. It feels like twelve years. <laughs> yeah, I'm miserable. So. Mike's you've seen the growth of this too, right? Like you've seen totally. the growth of this this beer scene that's been. It's crazy, dude. Like, I think, I don't know, when I started this about the same time, three years ago, uh, there was maybe like 60 places. Now it's almost double. Yeah, and even coming from California, like brewing out there and watching how that was going and then coming out here and staying in contact with stuff, it's just amazing. Just in a couple years, how many breweries have shut down, other ones took over their spots, new ones popped up, some have expanded, some you can't even find them anymore. It's crazy how... You know, just like any business, but uh, I guess really out here, it is great that we are still rapidly growing and getting more beer all over the place. Yeah. Especially way out on the 
on the ends, you know, you call the it. The edges of the city. Yeah. Which yeah, is, the I outskirts. don't really live on the end. I live up in North Phoenix, Eric, and there's not a whole lot. I mean, North Mountain's up there. Yeah. That's, you know, four or five miles from my house. But yeah. within sort of like a mile or two, I'm like, I need a brewery, y'all. <laughs> right? Somebody open a brewery that I can go to that's a mile away that I can walk if I really drink too many. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a way west side guy, so I've okay. got two. Yeah. You know, I've got Saddle Mountain and Transplant right in my backyard, which oh, yeah. is fine okay. with me. I mean, I just discovered Transplant uh, this last weekend. It's fantastic. Great Their spot, Black man. IPA found it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so listen up, yes. Brian Helton. Make your Black IPA. Mike is jonesing. <laughs> Tired of waiting, Brian. They're, they're making it. I, I went and found they're... another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. You don't make me Stepped wait. Out. Do not make Stepped me wait. Out. Ah, Brian, don't take that shit, man. <laughs> Get that thing rolling. I think they are. I think they're getting that rolling pretty yeah, soon. Hey, yeah. We actually had them on our podcast, the Brewman's podcast, a couple weeks ago. Ago, and yeah. that's what he said. He says, yeah, after the podcast, Mike was like, come on, man. He's like, it's about the season. We're okay. We're going we're to get it done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian just gives you that look. Well, like that, I, let me ask you this, Eric, if yeah, I can. Absolutely. So in the three years that you've been doing Tap Dead AZ, what have you noticed as far as trends and as far as the breweries have concerned? Because I think everything's gotten better in the last three years, like a ton better. Yeah, yeah. I No, I agree. I agree. I mean, be, you know, I mean, a place like we're at now, the shop, right? So they started off, you know, this, first of all, the building here. We talked about this is the old uh, home of Harry Mitchell. Yep. I think you said, yeah, Harry old Mitchell, old mayor. He became a congressman. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so and then I'm pretty pretty sure that his son was born here, right? So I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I'm trying to divert the question. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still pretty no, cool. Like no, you're in this house no. and you're looking around, and you're like, as a house. This wouldn't be that big. I mean, this is it's a good size for a brewery to come hang yeah. out in. But as a house, you're like, imagine growing up here. Right. Oh, yeah. You can go bump heads with your brother all the time, you know? <laughs> exactly. 16 kids, too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, the point I was making was, you know, when they when these guys came out, you know, they had they had a, um, what was it, the Desert Pale Ale. They used uh, uh, agave, I think, agave to whatever it was, right? They don't have that anymore, but they've they always had the church music, a coffee brown, and just seeing these guys over the last you know two to three years just get better and better and just I, I think it's with anything in life like the more time and commitment you put into it like all right you know what this batch is not the best but we're gonna keep improving keep improving and I, I, that's what I'm seeing is you know places like the shop you know places like Goldwater Mother Road all these places that just keep getting better and better and better uh, that's that's the trend that I've seen is people just want to push it and like it's almost it's that camaraderie of like i do a great ipa i'm gonna make my next one even better than yours you know in a friendly kind of way but also in a way of like i want them to come to my place not yours and i I, but i love that too because i I think what something i didn't really think about she laughs every time i laugh look at see it's perfect you have that you have that infectious laugh it's like contagious it's a beautiful thing but i think that what i've known we were talking to brian speaking of he's like the consistency is the hardest part and you never think about that when you're justin you probably know this and eric you know this is going through all of your interviews and whatever it is it's the same with any business sure like when you get to the point when you're consistently delivering your product you're like okay now i know i've made it so if you have a certain ipa or a certain coffee stout and you deliver it the same way every time yep okay now you're somewhere sure sure you know it's like the sig sigma principle i guess when you only can i have like you know six mess ups out of a million which is insane yeah but that's what you have to do you have to mess it up to know what's good right but that's i think we keep messing up arizona, i think as far as the arizona craft <laughs> scene is going stuff. is you know i think the rest of the world sleeps on arizona we see the list you know the top states for craft breweries yep. those top states for craft beer and we're always somewhere just shy of midline yeah and we're in and, and you know there's there's a 
there's something good and bad about that. I think that you find that we want our breweries to get big. We want our breweries to expand. We want them to get distributorship. We want the rest of the world to sample it at the same time. We're like, those are our guys. Yeah. You know, it's like that band. You're like, oh, I've been watching that band forever. You don't know anything about that band. And then they got one good hit. Now you love them and you don't get all angry about it. But yeah. we kind of want that. We want that for our brewers. We want that for the state. But we, same time, kind of like the, the small hometown vibe that sure. we got going on here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that, man. I agree. And one thing that I really love about what I think Arizona is doing to set itself apart is the inclusion of um, the regional ingredients, right? I mean, you've got the place, you know, you got grain R&D down in uh, Queen Creek that are growing, you know, it's growing like snoring white wheat and growing grains and Sanagua Malt up in Verde Valley. So we're growing things now in the state that's saying, hey, you can't, you can't put you know, saguaro fruit in your beer when I think somebody actually, I don't know who, I, I think it might have been um, Cidercore. I was talking to them one day and like, oh yeah, dude, there's a brewery in like upper upstate New York that has a prickly pear cider. No, <laughs> like, and Yeah, it's a, an upper state. Yeah. So, so I think Arizona does a really great job of um, using and, and embracing our like Sonoran like culture. Eric, what have you seen <laughs> over the years as far as um, like, just customer trends go because you know for a while there was like a race in my opinion for like who can make the biggest baddest craziest ipa yeah who can make yeah. the biggest baddest craziest imperial stout you yeah. know this and that and i think i'm seeing um kind of like i'm drinking now this pilsner i'm seeing a lot of like smaller easier beers coming out and i'm wondering if that's from just customer like palate fatigue yeah and if uh you know maybe these breweries are starting to realize hey a a real scalable business is beers that people want over and over and over again, and maybe yeah. not just the the unique prize, you know, one off beers. But what I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What I you think seen? you asked me a question, then you answered it. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, yeah. that, that was perfect, man. Because no, that's exactly what I would say. Is these yeah. brewers like you know, like Docket at Pedal House, and uh, you know, these guys that are making classic styles and nailing it. And but like sometimes you've never heard of like a Weiss, you're know, like a Berliner Weiss. You're like, what is a yeah. Berliner? Why don't drink that? <laughs> right. Come on, but, Doc. But that's true, though, man. Because like you, you know, I, being in this industry for almost like three years, like I, I hear that term a lot. But to get that out to the general public, for them to say, what is a Berliner Weiss? It's like, oh shit, it's a little bit tart, it's a little bit creamy in in some ways. Um, but for someone to that doesn't know beer, they're like, dude, that's right up my alley. I would have never thought to order a Berliner Weiss. Exactly. I always order right. the lager because that's I know what that is, you know. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's it's people that are, and you say uh, the easy beers. You mean easy to drink, but not right. easy to brew, right? Exactly. Because that's yeah, the misconception. From the customer's it's a perspective, it's it's a yeah yeah a, a easier drinkable, more drinkable beer. Yeah, at least in like. Large quantities, because exactly. it's very easy to drink a delicious double IPA, yeah. but maybe not 12 of them if you're at the pool. You know? You're not drinking 12 Phytums from I'm, the I'm shop I'm doing here. it wrong? Yeah. No, you're not doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Phytum for, for a while? Yeah. Because we, oh, this is the F-Y-I-T-M. Yes. Yes. So we were looking at a menu. I was at, I don't know, some. I don't remember the spot. doesn't matter. But it was on there. And I'm like, I need to, what does this stand for? So I came up with a whole no. idea. You did your own? It, like, I did my own. Well, it, I was, it was very extra. I was like, what would that be? So I won't. It was blank you in the mouth is what I thought because it was like a double IPA. And I was like, yeah. Mm. And it turns out it was, what, five years in the making. Yes. 
but you I know, think I, or, I took a stab at it. Or <laughs> or what you said. See, I that's think. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's if why you go I back, this. and I think it was I think episode was <laughs> dude. She's <laughs> she the best. Knows. She's like, the best. <laughs> she is the so best <laughs> like live studio audience that I've ever had. Yeah, she's it's like, not a laugh track. <laughs> she's she's live in the studio. <laughs> <She> yeah. <is>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like episode eight was um, was these guys. So we did we did the episode up in their office. Just it was funny. I didn't have the equipment. Like so, I made them hold like mic stands like on their. I'm like, I don't have the, the actual arms to come down. Oh, just hold grown. them, but don't move. Tap that AC's got a little bigger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, she cracks me up. Uh, but no, that was that that was like a, kind of a hidden meaning of that was fuck you in the mouth. It was, yeah. But like we tell people it's five years yeah. in the making. See? But I nailed it, Michael. I yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. right. It was you nailed something, kid. Right. You, you nailed, nailed something. something. Well, because yeah. that's what, it was funny. I just, I was looking at it. F-Y-I-T-M. And I was like, that's what it's got to stand for on the on the down low. So you can't, you can't say that those were your only two choices. You had like a list of at least ten, right? I just went with that one <laughs> that in the mouth. One. I was like, I'm just going with that one because it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had it? If, yeah. I have. Yeah. I actually had it that night because I was like, well, okay, it's the last one of the night. Let's just do it with it. Was it 10%? Let's just do it. Just do it. And it yeah. knocks your socks. I mean, in a good way. It's like, it's tasty. It is. Super drinkable. Mm-hmm. They even sell them as shots here. Do you see that? Oh, $2 that's shots of the fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. $2 yeah. shots of the IPA? Of, of the, the Fight'em right there. The yeah. double IPA. Fight 10%. Em. Yeah. We should get some. Done. We will. We will. Sold. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And then wrap it up part two. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds funny. Well, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. We're here back at the, at the We're beer. staying at the shop all day because we get stuck. <laughs> right. just Harry Mitchell, is. we are going to be sleeping. We're the first people to sleep in the house since you. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So what have you guys seen, right? So you guys have been drinking beer and talking on the radio. You can't drink on the radio, though, can you? Is that... Well, well. <laughs> the FCC rule says you can't really touch the equipment if you drink. So oh, as long as we're not touching right. the equipment, we're okay. And, of course, and they, they don't they, let me touch the equipment anyway. Well, right. so we're there's reasons for that. But then there's the, the smart people, the engineers that work at the radio stations that like don't drink around the equipment. Because okay. if you spill yeah. it on it, it's going to ruin it. Uh, so, you know, we, we find our little spots where we can we can do it. I tell Mike that all the time, though. Don't touch my equipment. It's don't true. It's equipment. true. He tries. Unless yeah. you have a beer for me, too. He even well. tries to earn it. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to try. I'll take you out. I'll take you out first. So I think, I think Eric, you're right on. I, I think the quality – and I, here's the main point I want to make. The, the quality has definitely increased because the competition's out there. So I think sure. we as consumers and Justin's right. We're looking for not just IPAs all the time. I love IPAs. I'll drink IPAs all day. But sometimes I want to try something else. Sure. So the quality's increased. The variety's increased. And I love that some of our brewers here in Arizona are trying to light – Low, lower calorie beers. I think it's mm-hmm. such a smart thing for brewers to do, local brewers, yeah. because that's how you're going to eat into the Bud Lights of the world. Because if you mm-hmm. give someone a Hus Arizona Light Lager yeah. and you have them try it, like you're going to drink this over a Bud Light. I guarantee it because it's yeah. better. And I think the main thing, though, is this is where the culture is in Arizona. It's through our, our breweries and our restaurants. So yeah. if you really want to know what the Valley's all about, this is where it is. Like This is where you meet people, you hang out, you have interesting conversations. You, you can come into a brewery, and you can have a two-hour conversation with somebody that you never met before because sure. they're that welcoming for the most part. Yeah. If yeah. you haven't met them before, it might be the brewer. That's You're true. having a two-hour conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. might be the owner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Just people that like to hang out. This, the, the culture is where it's at. Mm-hmm. The Very community true. is where it's at, really. Like it's, a, it's welcoming. I, I I haven't seen as much as I had so in Southern California, and, and Justin, you probably back me up on this. I haven't seen as much of the snobbery here. 
yes. as I did there. And as where? much as you weren't California? one of us in the craft beer culture, you didn't get this one off. You didn't get this uh, the special release. You didn't get any of that. It was man, I hate you missed that. Oh, but yeah. next time they got this going on, it's encouraging instead of you're not as cool as I am. Yeah, we haven't yeah. totally escaped that uh, completely in Arizona, no, I but agree. Yeah. but it's a completely different animal in California. Like there, I mean, if you you know, there's so many uh, big breweries out there that are. You know, national and world famous. That if you're not in a very specific group, uh, you're, I mean, you're getting the middle finger. You're not getting that stuff. You yeah. Know? And if yeah. you want, and if you think you want to try to get into some of those beer trades and stuff, sorry, if you're not a cool kid, it, it ain't happening. You know, that is like a whole other subculture. It in, really in is. In it's itself. crazy. Yeah. It yeah. Really. One so, I'm not in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. proud to not be like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like uh, the anti trader yeah. crowd. Well, yeah. Yeah. Do your own. <laughs> That's your thing. That's awesome. I'm sure, just, sure. It's a yeah. lot of effort and time. It's a ton of work. Yeah, yeah, I'd oh, like, I don't sure. have yeah. that. I mean, people are furries too, but yeah, we're not going to judge furries. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. By the way, we did ah, actually ask. Boom. Slapjack. I went to uh, I went to Denver about six months ago with my dad. So once a year, him and I, he's in Ohio. I'm here. We fly somewhere and meet. And anyway, hang out so you just it. pick a spot. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. A couple years ago was San Francisco. Last year was Denver. That's a great and idea. And we both love beer. Fantastic. Me idea. more than him. I'm like, Dad, you want a beer? He's like, ah, I usually wait till after 11 a.m. to have a beer. But, you know, <laughs> pussy, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, so we go to Denver, and I'm just, you know, I'm, he, you know, growing up where I grew up, it's a very blue collar. It's very, uh, you know, he, he was a social worker. So for him, like, to not get a factory job or not labor job, it was... It was it was different, right? But to do what I do, people are like, "What the fuck do you do? You're crazy? Like, yeah. You don't have a real job? You yeah. don't go to an office and wear a tie?" Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so with him, it's taken him a while to, you know, all these times I've talked to him, told him about it. It's even uncertain and certain in my mind. He's like, "So what do you do exactly?" I'm like, "I don't really know, you know, but it's working." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So We're not uh, starving. So I I I kind of explained to him, you know, the culture of craft beer. And I said, you know, you got this small subgroup of like beer douches. And like, what, what's a beer douche? And so I tell him this at the beginning of our trip. And about two days in, we go to a brewery and my dad's like, hey, what is the, uh, you know, what is the Hellas Lager? And the dude goes off on this two minute rant about here's why I'm smart and you're dumb. And he walks away and my dad, I, his face is red. And I'm like, you're right. He's like, that's a beer douche, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. that was your first experience. Yeah, it's you in had its natural first... habitat. You <laughs> saw a beer douche in his natural habitat. Yeah, exactly. How exciting is it? Yeah. That's funny. He's like, and he was fired up for a couple hours. And we're like, we were like, we're having Just dinner. Just drink more beer, Dad. It'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> it's good. It's good. He's like, we got to go somewhere else. But anyway, so uh, I, I think you're right. We've, we, I feel we've avoided that up to this point for the most part. Um, and I feel it's a huge opportunity to, um, to, to, for the breweries to embrace that and know that. Because the reason a lot of people don't get like into craft beer as much, I think, is because it's it those type of people make it not approachable. Where we have approachability in this in this community. In Absolutely. Beer. Well, yeah. they, you, I've listened to several of your podcasts too, and the brewers are just like, I'm just trying to brew beers that people will drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever kind of beer drinker you are, because we're all a type of beer drinker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Mike and I are hopheads. It's just kind of what our preference is, because I love that bitterness. Yep. But I also like that the hazies and the fruities. But I do want to try, like, I'm drinking their Affogato Nitro. Yeah. Coffee. I'm doing that next. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I, but I, I even asked Dylan, I was like, what? What is it? And he's like, well, it's a, it's a dessert that it's Italian and it's gelato and espresso or something. And I'm like, it tastes amazing. I it's so good. I never even would have thought of 
that kind of thing that it's number one it's a, it's a it's a coffee beer but it's sort of like the coffee colch from Hus where it doesn't it's not dark it's a white stout yeah 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 I'm like that's just cool to me that some genius invented that and put it in a tank and made something that tastes amazing. I know, right? It's yeah. like, cool. That's why we're all amped up. All of it. I mean, <laughs> like, you mean ah. you're like, ah, this is great. Well, I think <laughs> when you appreciate the work that people do put in the brewers and the recipes they come up with and the math that they do, when you know that process, when you take a sip, you appreciate it even more. Sure. Because it's not just, all right, we put four ingredients in a tin and we spun it around and spit out some beer. Yeah, yep. Well, and I think I, I always say, um, so I don't know if you know the story about these guys, but um, they basically started off as cartel. So cartel coffee. Coffee. They were making yeah, beer. I mean, yeah, I'm like, like, cartel oh, I love this beer. It's my favorite beer. This is great beer. I'm not saying anything yeah, about awesome. cartel. It's the best beer I've ever had. Uh, so no, cartel coffee. So they have that coffee background, right? Mm. Um, and Jason Calhoun, their head brewer, I'm going to probably creep you out a little bit here, but... Uh, so I became friends with him on Facebook, let's say, like two years ago, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, let's freaking look at all of his pictures and creep him out a little bit, right? <laughs> yes. We all do that. But, Usually with women. But, you know, you do it with brewers. It's fine. No? Wow, I got 100 <laughs> new likes. All from Eric. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's an embarrassing experience Wee. that people didn't experience 10 years ago was the accidental like on a picture from 12 years ago, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, we've yeah. all done it. We've all done it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so Jason has this deep, deep background in coffee, right? Where, I mean, he's gone to other countries to kind of, you know, study the, uh, the, the plantations and all this kind of stuff, right? So, so I always tell everybody, anytime the shop has anything with coffee in it, get it. Like, that's going to be a fantastic beer because they understand the depth of coffee and the flavors. But also that, that now translates into, uh, <laughs> translates into uh, their beer, the attention to detail that Jason has on their beer. Yeah. And, and I think this is me answering the question you had 30 minutes ago. Yeah, uh, what was the but, question again? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, so the shop, right? So I've been coming here, I feel like, pretty much since they've opened, and to see the evolution of how their beers get better and better and better. So I, I think it's because of that attention to detail and the hard work that, that they're putting into it back there yeah. to just keep making it better and better. And here's yeah. what I love, too, because their, their most famous one here in Phoenix is their church music. Mm -hmm. And you start noticing it. I remember the first time I noticed it, I'm like, what is this? What is this? Because that's what I, you know, obviously, as Mike and I, as the brewmance, and you as Tap That AZR, yeah. you're like, I already know about that beer, I know about that beer, what's new? And I'm like, oh, what is this? What is this? The shop church music. And then I saw it once, and I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Then I saw it again, then I saw it again, I saw it again, and I kept seeing it everywhere. And I think that's a mark of success, too, when other bars that aren't the brewery itself catch on or, or sure. tap rooms or whatever, and they start serving it. And I think that if you were the brewer and you made it, and you're like, yeah, Don't that's be my beer. Don't about the first time you saw that. Don't be embarrassed about that. We're Where playing video games. Is that Cobra Arcade? Yeah. Oh, was, yeah. There's no embarrassment That's right. That. Yeah. That. We're no, playing OG like, video games, man. Teenage Mutant yeah, like, Ninja Turtles all day. I was going to say, right? that would be <laughs> the one. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then Tappers on there. I'm all about mm -hmm. Tappers. Mm -hmm. uh, Contra. Do you guys remember Contra? Oh, you guys yeah. are about up, up, left, right, yeah. left, right, A, B, A, B, start. Was that the, up, was up, that the down, code? Down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, A start. B, A, B, A, B, A, 30 lives. I blacked done. out a little bit yes. when I said that, yeah. It's funny. It, <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this with your phone number the other day. Yeah. I remember, like, my wife's phone number. That's it. Yeah. I know my old phone number in the house I grew up in. Sure. 617-294-8416. Somebody wants to call it. Do you know I know my wife's phone number? Yeah. Is yeah. because that's the phone number I give at Total Wine. Honestly, that's the only way. That's the only reason I know my wife's phone number. Yeah, Safeway for me. Okay. Safeway. Gina's number. Yeah, that's my 
my mom's phone number, so I actually know my mom's phone number, too. Good call. Yeah. I don't know my dad's yeah. cell phone number. I don't know Justin's no. phone number. I don't know Eric's phone number. I don't know Mike's phone number. I don't know anybody's phone. I don't know my mom's phone number. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I would die. If I lost my phone, I would just die right there. <laughs> Even if I, I'd be like in the middle of fries. You feel like you're Tom Hanks in Castaway. You're like on an island. Like, yeah. when somebody knows they scream. Yeah. He lost his phone. <laughs> Yeah, it is scary. Just start throwing bones at him. Just call somebody, anybody. <laughs> I don't know who to call. Right, I got it. I got it. It's a fish price, but it'll can work. Find the connection. Call Amy. <laughs> oh, your phone didn't work. Oh no, what do I do? Uh, do, do you ever hear the Bill Burr uh, bit when he's talking? To, that's a mouthful, Bill Burr bit. <laughs> we, we, love, Bill Burr bit. we love alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> yes, especially since he's from Boston, like me. Oh yeah, you are from yeah. Boston, right? Uh, do you ever hear his bit about when they ask for his phone number? At the at the like at a store, I did not. Hear uh, that yeah, bit. sure. Can I get your phone number? No, you cannot. Okay. Well, well why not? Is because you're up to something. I don't know what it is. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not going to do anything with it. Oh, really? You're just you collecting like numbers. For it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Great point. <laughs> oh, hey, do you have our? <laughs> right, it gets a little vulgar. Got the little one here. So but I want I want to ask Eric too because sure. we have, we haven't had this conversation. This is something that is it's it's bothering me about one specific brewery here in this state. If someone, name a big company, I don't care, okay. shows up and hands you half a billion dollars, is it about I just want to brew, or is it about we we we're George and Wheezy now? We 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 come up, hmm. we come up like the Jeffersons. Now we did what we were supposed to do. I get to stay here and brew beer, and I'm a multimillionaire. Am I a sellout? No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad, no, I'm nope. glad you came in on that. No, nope. because it, I. <laughs> This as is something a, that as gets a small a, business owner, all yeah. of us. right? No, nope. exactly. So I think we thing. can all cheers to. Okay, good. Yeah, that's that's all, what I'm saying. I, and I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say this because this is this is my show. It is your show. I love Four Peaks. Yeah, I love Four Why Peaks. I, yeah, I love dude. Four Peaks. By the way, yeah. I wasn't look. I, the Kilt Lifter's a good beer. You know, but it was, in 1996, it was a fantastic beer. Sure, it's just that they kept it because people kept buying it. But they still brew good beers. The Zeracol IPA is, yeah. a, is a freaking good IPA. Is, right. You know what? I, if I had to give an award for my favorite drink over the last two months, it would be their Lima. Their, have you had the Lima? I haven't. <laughs> yeah. No. So Lima is it's their, uh, what do they call it? It's a, it's a malt beverage. So it's not a. It's oh, not, what, it's what, like what, a seltzer. No. Here we go. It's not a Don't get started on seltzer. <laughs> I'll drink seltzer. Eric, seltzer. See, here we no. go. So I'm it is a, I forget what Andy calls it. Uh, it's a, it's a malt beverage though, basically. But dude, it is fantastic. It's really good. But the the whole dude, they make fantastic beer, and you can't not talk to Andy. You know, one of the founders of Four Peaks, yeah. without without walking away from that conversation, loving Four Peaks and loving you know? the fact that he knows beer in and out and so is still much. interested in beer, and it wasn't just about the money. Yeah, but think about and this is what I like to yeah. say too. And I, I'm sorry, I interrupted. You, no, no, so you're please. good, man. But imagine you made a beer. Like, let's say we, we made a collaboration beer and we called it "Tap That Brewman's Earn It." Earn your beer or something like that. It's the longest beer title ever. Earn your yeah, it is. Justin's, no, his yeah. facial expression is like, let's, uh, let's put a pin in that one. Yeah, and, uh, like, well, I like yeah. the idea. don't like the name. Yeah. But, yeah. but let's say we did it and we brewed it and we, we knew it was fantastic. We're like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is going to be great for people of the Phoenix, Tempe. What if we wanted people in Montana to try it or Maine? Yeah. And we had to sell out to do it. But you're like, you're watching somebody in Maine drink your beer. And you're like, that's pretty stinking cool. It is. Then they made a beer in yeah. Arizona. Someone in Maine can buy it. While sure. I'm on my, 
you know, 40-foot fishing <laughs> vessel. I'm good with that. Right. I am way okay with That's that. That's the other part of it, yeah. right? I mean, there's an art to making beer, and I think if, you, if you're Picasso and you sell your art, nobody's mad at you. Nobody mad if somebody bought a Picasso, even yeah. while he was live. Somebody spent two million. People like, why would you spend two million on? Because it's Picasso, man. Yeah. You know, if someone's a Picasso of beer and can sell it in any state, and a big company wants to buy it, that's fantastic. It's a point, right? That's mm-hmm. a point of of. I think that I think that is what comes into play. I feel like I've been having many conversations like this recently. Was you know what is what is your point, right? So I think it's important for which is funny because. It took me probably two years of doing this to be like, all right, what do I want to do with this? You well, it does. Know, like, it takes a little while. For like two years, I just did it, though, right? Yeah. But I think... But you knew you, know, you were like, something's here. Something's I want to do, so- do this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something's happening. But with these breweries, um, I've, I've had a few conversations recently where it's like defining what it is that you want to do, right? So if you're just happy with being in the neighborhood people that, you know, like uh, Lazy G up in uh, Prescott. I don't know if you guys have been there yet. No, I yeah. have not. Opened up maybe two months ago. Uh, they brought in a brewer who this actually guy. started off at. Uh, I know. I feel like, I know, like that right guy. Now, yeah. <laughs> but their their brewer came from uh, Russian River. Like so, he wow. originally started with Russian River. Uh, he opened his own brewery in Southern California. He was with the brewery Tarot. Anyways, make great beers. But their goal was like, dude, we want to be a community spot. Like we don't. Like if, if our beers go out of our doors, we wanted to come from our growlers, right? Yeah. Um, so they define what it is that they want, right? So their definition of success is different. Yeah. Then someone that's like, hey, you know what? I want to be a distribution. I want to get all over the state. I want to get out of the state. So I think it's important. And so for Four Peaks to do that, for them to put all that time into it, and if you listen to the episodes with him, wasn't an easy decision. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. But there's yeah. a lot of zeros on that check. Yeah. And yeah. your beer that you made, that you created the recipe for, gets to go elsewhere. Sure. And even, yeah. you know, I listened to your Ren House podcast when you had the the owner of Ren House Oh, on. Drew. Yeah. Drew. And yep. he was talking about how he set it up. He's like, look, I just wanted to open a brewery, yeah. and I knew that I was just going to find the best brewers. So yep. I found the best brewers, and now that's turned into like a really cool spot that makes really awesome beer. Yep. And people wait in line for their specials and pay 17 or 18 bucks for a can of sours yeah. of a special release. Like that, so you can do it in multiple different ways and sure. still make amazing beer. Yep, yep. But, you know, yeah. it is, and it's a business, right? So I think it's yep. easier yes. for the uh, consumers out there that are just uh, trying to be ultra fans of, you know, all the breweries and stuff to criticize uh, Four Peaks for, for selling. Yeah. When it comes down to it, it's a business. Yeah. And, and it's great that people are so passionate, like brewers and owners. And, I, I mean, I'm very familiar with the line of, I would never sell out. I just want to make beer. Like, yeah. I'm familiar with a lot of people saying that. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes down to it, you're doing this. How many people actually get to do what they want in life just for fun? Yeah. Like you're probably already a millionaire or a billionaire, and now you're doing a passion project. Yeah. But to start something from scratch and fill it with blood, sweat, tears, and money, and all that kind of stuff for years, yeah. um, you're not doing that real probably just because you just want to do that sure. all the time. So if you get offered an exorbitant amount of money to, like you said, take your brand to the next level, yeah. not just to sell out and be done necessarily yeah. and if you want to do that that's fine too yeah but it's it is a business yeah. and really the goal is to sell beer and yeah. that's gonna if that's gonna help you to sell a ton more beer to other states to other people to whatever i mean it's a business decision and all these breweries as much as we like to think of them as like local uh you know community spots they're still businesses they have to make money or they're not going to be here they should have that mentality though right that's well you have to or yeah. i mean if you don't run uh whatever you do as a business whether it's a brewery or a- events or a podcast or whatever before yeah. you know it it's not going to be anything exactly you know yep 
Yep. But those people, those people that started that business with you, that, that just stayed the entire time. The yeah. highs, the lows, the, yeah. man, I hope we can make payroll this week. Or, exactly. listen, we're a little behind, whatever it was. They now have salaries. They now have benefits. They now have 401Ks. For sure. <laughs> you know, yes. their families are set. Yep. And why would we? Why would we not celebrate that? We why do it on Instagram. Celebrate Instagram that jolt like, to the economy. Instagram. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the same deal. Why would we not celebrate that local jolt to this economy? Right. Yeah, I agree. Going anywhere? The Four Peaks guys are still here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, making beer. Exactly. Making beer. That's a key too. So that's there's two things that stuck with me from conversations with Andy. Where one thing is like you said, Mike was uh, my employees now have four hundred one k benefits. You know, number one. Number two, he's like the last, whatever, 15 years, I was doing HR, pay. I was doing all these other things. He's like, I get to brew now. He's like, if I have an idea for a beer, he's he's like, I get to make beer. You know, so that's cool for a guy that who came cool. into it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I love about him, too, is like he, he came in with a passion for beer. He didn't look at it as like, oh, this is a great business opportunity. I better learn to like beer. He's like, no, I like beer. I need figure out how to make this well, into a well, business. Well, it's funny. Nobody, nobody seems to care if um, a brewery has an investor in the early stages. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, how many... I would say probably most breweries do have some sort of outside financial backing or, you know, oh, I mean, it's yeah. very expensive, expensive to yeah. get a good brewery going. Sure. So yep. nobody cares then. No. Oh, but down the road, if you get an investor that is a, a big beer brand, oh, now it's like evil and we're going to boycott you. But you yeah. didn't care about the... 50 personal loans I took before then or the, you know, (laughs) when my uncle was an investor or whatever, like nobody cared then, but now it's a certain for his life insurance. No one cared then. (laughs) Yeah. But now it's a big deal. We're going to boycott the brand, (laughs) you know? No, very good. point. I'm glad we're all on team team four peaks. Well, but yeah, sure. that Why makes not? me it makes me think though. Maybe we actually we're like the silent majority. I think that you know I don't know where this idea came from because it was the louder part of the craft beer community. That the more I talk about this, the more yeah. I say, well, what about this? People yeah. are like, it's okay, because no one, everyone knows if someone said, here's a hundred million dollars, four hundred million dollars, but who's saying no to that to make a million? We stopped yeah. by a restaurant. And they said it was right after the purchase. We stopped by. We stopped by a restaurant. They said we don't serve Four Peaks products <laughs> because oh, really? they sold out. I have experienced that too. I'm not. I and I was Weird. floored really? by that. You know, we went by yeah. years later. We went there a couple months ago. It's back. It's back. Yeah, yeah. probably three or four <laughs> taps. Right there, yeah. Yeah. Is there a business oh, yeah. too? And if people yeah. want that beer, what are they going to say? Oh, we're too. No, we're too cool for them. Sorry, you can't have the beer you want. And people sure. come from yeah. out of the state not that, that are that. getting distributed Four Peaks beer. Yeah. But Four Peaks doesn't distribute their entire lineup out of state. Right. So they're right. coming here and going, wow, I'm actually at the mothership right now. I'm in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I want to try their Four Peaks beers because I right. like their Kilt Lifter. I like oh. their Hop Knot. I want to try something else that they're Raj. I want to try something else that they have. Well, that's what it comes yeah. down to. It still comes down to the product and the brand, right? So just because they got a huge investment from whoever... If people aren't buying their beer, it's not going to matter. Like, yeah. we might still prefer to go to you know a, a mom and pop or somebody might because they like that product better. And but you know, just because they got an investment doesn't necessarily mean it's even a better brand. They could sure. still sink, but yes. your product is always going to you know dictate if you're good or not, especially yeah. to the end consumer. And how many kilt lifters, hop knots, have we all enjoyed? In our life. Good amount. Oh, Quite a few yeah. Amount. So a good thank yeah. you to those guys. And yeah. I don't care if they take off on their yachts and never come back. 
Hey, Seriously. thanks for thanks for the good beers. Thanks yeah. for the yeah. good times I had drinking those beers. And you know, thanks for making Arizona look good. Yeah, I don't yeah. need the owner yeah. of the brewery mopping the floor in front of me and like serving the beer and like uh, that doesn't have to happen. Right. I want you to you know to to grow and do the business because, like I said, if it's not run as a business, it's not going to exist. Amen to that. Yeah. 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 Man, too. Well, this makes me want another beer. I know we I need know. another Celebrate beer. Some that coffee noise. <laughs> Whatever that was. All right, should we? Uh, yeah, let's let's grab another one. We're at the we're at the twenty five percent mark. We're at forty minutes, so this is going to be a two hour and forty minute podcast. <laughs> so I just wow. Good times. <laughs> but that's fine. That's like I said, man. After eleven years, somebody's got something on me. Uh, but Nugent, he he told me this book when I was interviewing me. Ted, I was, I was recording. Teddy, record, did yes. you call him Teddy? I call just him Uncle tea. Teddy. You call, no, you call him Uncle Teddy. He loves that. He oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Shemaine actually tells you, his wife, like, yeah, you can call him. He's, you call him Uncle Teddy. It's all yeah. good. And I thought it was great. But anyway, he said, he said, look, this conversation we're having right now, before you say, okay, we're starting, he goes, that's where you're going to get all your material, man. He goes, that and after you say, okay, we're done with it, that's where you're getting all your material. So you better be recording the whole way through. Yeah. True. Yeah. Interesting, mm-hmm. and I actually wasn't recording, so I know you weren't. I is, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, it is. Like, damn yeah. it! Like after that lesson, <laughs> you just yeah. learned something from Ted Nugent through Mike Russell. Oh, That's right. right? There you go. Yes, yeah, we're channeling Uncle Teddy. <laughs> you look yes. like him a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. Good. Yes. Fantastic. So that's actually a great transition. So beyond Brewmance, um, you guys have a life outside Brewmance, right? I do. What? Not really. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But you're a big hunter. Yes. Not just. You actually do content around hunting as right. well. Right. I, I yeah. actually have an outdoor radio show called The Go Show, and that is uh, just a good separate. Get outdoors, go outdoors, whatever it is. Great outdoors. Don't care. It's America. You make the geo what you want it to make. And yeah. it's we celebrate all things outdoors in this. We live in a beautiful outdoor playground of a state. I mean, it's just yeah. we celebrate everything we can, hunting, fishing, uh, camping, hiking, biking, whatever it is. We just, yeah, we just celebrate it and we go out and do it. So. There, there comes a realization. Even when it's cold, you go out and do it. Darn Even when it's, when it's cold. cold. How cold? Before, what is buddy? cold to you, Rob? But below 70. <laughs> below 70. Now, are you from here? Not originally. Okay. Grew up in Boston. Oh, that's, you think yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah. cool. With, but I've been here now yeah. 13 years. Like Anything below 70, I'm like, eh. No, I, I, makes I it took worse. him camping. We were in a tent, and yeah. it was 14 degrees. I thought we were both going to die. I, I was done. I was, I was over it with that I'll noise. tell you a great story about Mike Russell. So we're in there. It's 14 degrees or something like that as Justin holds out. Like, Gianna, eat your Cheerios. Are you passing those around the yeah, group? Exactly. I was like, well, hey, <laughs> num num cookie. So <laughs> we have the propane heaters in there, and Mike's like, I'm going to wake up every like hour and a half when these are out, and I'll refill it. And he did it. I was like, this is the greatest camping trip ever, <laughs> even though it was 14 degrees in the tent. It was a bribe that he didn't just leave. He didn't run out of here. I was like, okay, if I don't want Rob to run from Flagstaff all the way down to Phoenix in his pajamas, I'm going to make this happen. I, I'm going to. I, I'm going to stay away from the Cheerios. But we did actually you. pass the I'm board. Trying to, yeah, I'm trying to cut down. Table. You're like, munch, munch, give. <laughs> yeah. Munch, munch, give. Munch, munch, give. But, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we do hunting, fishing, and all that stuff because I love outdoors. And there comes a point where I think all of our friends at one point go, now, wait a second. I know you guys are kind of in the same vibe. Wait a second. And it, it just clicks. It connects. It says, your job is to hunt and fish and drink craft beer and talk about it on the radio. Yeah. And I look at him. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but it's all about what you make, right? Isn't that right. the lesson? The lesson, uh, you know, Eric, you're doing it. Justin, you're doing it. The lesson here, what we're all trying to do is we're following our passion. We're following our heart. We yeah. want to make it happen. And that's yeah. why we've been doing this all for three plus years is not because, oh, it's, it, it is fun. Yeah. But it's a grind. Like people are like, oh, you do this, you drink beer. Yeah, but yeah, there's you. a lot of stuff that you don't see that we do. We're editing videos, we're editing podcasts, sure. we're creating content, we're thinking of ideas, we're having meetings. You know, it's like 
It's not like we're just like we show up and drink beer and make magic. Well, our meetings happen. are pretty fun, though. Well, they're Can all we fun. They're the okay. best. So, yeah. I mean, you, we're all awesome people. <laughs> I mean, an example you know, of let's that. Be example honest. of that is we did. We went to all ten spring training stadiums in one spring mm. training season. And that, to me, that. as a yeah. baseball fan and a craft beer lover, I think this is this this is the most fun thing. Of course, it was my idea because I just wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. hey, I got a real good content idea, Rob. <laughs> we should try this. And we did it. And by, I think, by uh, six or seven, seven or eight, yeah, oh we, were like, my, we were just done. It was, it was a grind. We were completely exhausted by the end of it all because we couldn't. We, it, it became work. Getting it done in that short period of time, in those four weeks, while we yeah. have other jobs, while we're doing other things, we have families, we have commitments, and we're thinking, man, this is a grind. So, sure. yeah, it sounds fun. Oh, wow, you went to all spring train, all 10 spring training <laughs> facilities. That's great. You're like, if you only knew. We <laughs> were done. <laughs> yeah. We were absolutely yeah. done. And at Eric, the end of out it. Mesa, the Cubs, they charge way too much money. $50 wow. for like, lawn oh. seats. Really? So yeah. we just drink. We dropped the tailgate of my truck, series. and we just drank in my uh, in the parking lot. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. We're here. I threw a football yeah. over the wall into the stadium. It counts. Yes, yes. yes it does. <laughs> yeah. We almost got hit by a baseball in Peoria, though. Because True. their craft beer garden that they have, yeah. you can't see the field. It's set off to the uh, entrance plaza, so you can't see what's going on. Yeah. Out of nowhere, we're sitting there at the couches drinking beer, having a good time. Apparently not enjoying baseball at the baseball stadium. <laughs> There's beer involved. And yeah. all of a sudden, there's a somebody hits up. And it hits, lands right at our feet. Uh, Could have knocked us out. That's you like have one like a all expenses paid trip from Bud Light because you were probably slamming Bud Light also, right? No, no, yeah. Yeah. totally. totally. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's the one benefit. You see that guy that caught the baseball while holding two beers? Yes, it's on. Uh, no, it hit him. Didn't it hit? Yeah, him? I, yeah, it yeah. Got, yeah, hit him. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't drop his beer nice. and on air. No, he said, see the two video. beers. Yeah, and basically refused to put him down and like. Essentially caught it between his rib cage and his arm. Like, yeah, oh, I didn't caught see it. Caught it. Well, I, I, I don't know if he actually it. hung on to it, but I saw him hit it. But basically, they're sending him <laughs> to the World Series yeah. now. Like, wow. Bud Light's like, hey, you're cool as shit. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's some. Thank you. Good job. Oh, that's fantastic. That yeah. is great marketing for sure. But yeah. yeah. But anyways, if they want to buy out the Brewmans, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, let's check. talk about that. Okay, yeah. let's what's okay. the go to? We'll say affordable class of beer. I mean, do we all have one? I. Mine's a, Mike knows this. Mine's the Founders All Day IPA Michigan oh, yeah. Brewery. It's a yeah. craft brew, but it's a yep. dollar a can, fifteen packs, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen bucks. That's my go-to. Sure, that's Eric. A good one. What you got? As far as like a, what I call a maintenance beer, yeah, like that's a beer a that I can, yep. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maintenance beer, I, it is. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So maintenance beer all day. I love that one. But also, I mean, I don't know if this this is right to say this, but Please Miller Miller Light. Okay. Like a good Miller. So my neighbor, my buddy Chris, Wait, that's how we... Did you say a good Miller Light or just a Miller Light? It's got to be good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, no, I'm not snobbing out on yeah, you. Yeah. It's just when you say a good Miller Light, I mean, is, I didn't know if there were variations or just no. colder. No. No. Okay. Just, just a Miller Light. Just a Miller Light. Yeah, yeah. Got him. Uh, <laughs> so when we met, so he moved in across the street about, I don't know, three months into them living over there, you know. I don't know, just the culture we live in. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to anybody, you know. So I see him all the time. I'd wave to him, and then I'd jet back in the door, right? So was one day I was, like, cleaning out the garage, and they came around the corner, and they were, like, from me to you away, two feet away. Too like, close oh, hey, to avoid. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, uh, nice to meet you guys. And I don't remember how we got to it, but within the first, like, 30 seconds, I'm like, you like beer? He's like, I love beer. Do you like beer? I'm like, 
we're going to be buddies. I made a whole beer thing. <laughs> yeah. did, did we yeah. just become best friends? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Want to go drink beer in the garage? Yes. Then that's what we did. So and it, it was awesome because now they're like our best friends. Him and I are, you know, best buddies. And, and my wife and his wife are our best friends. They live right across the street, which is rare in Arizona, right? No kidding. Super rare. That's Midwest style, right? But... So I'm bringing, you know, I'm coming home from podcasts, and I'm bringing him cans from the shop, cans from Ren House Wilderness, all these places. And so one day, we just we had some some IPAs that we bought from the store that were a little bit more expensive, and they were kind of old. And we we're just like, man, we spent a lot of money on this stuff, and it's not like, you know, some out of state places that who knows what happened in transit, but. Man, we need to. I need to get back into some less expensive beer. So the next day, <laughs> he comes home and I'm like, he's like, "You want a beer, man?" We're sitting out in the driveway watching the kids ride bikes. And he's like, "You want a Miller Light?" I'm like, "I would fucking love a Miller Light." <laughs> I would kill. He was so for happy. Miller Light. Yeah. So and since then, it's just been one of those beers where you know I can I can have three, four, five in the driveway. You know, in the yeah, and I'm teen. <laughs> exactly. Okay, by the way, my items. wife did ask me that at one point. She goes, okay, so let me ask you this. So how many beers do you think is enough in one night? And she just, she offered up a, she Depends offered on up the beer. A, she goes, yeah, four? And I go, teen? <laughs> that was not the right answer no. by any stretch. But no. going back to the all days, the all days, I mean, it lives yeah. up to its name. I can drink those quite literally all Day sure it doesn't even sure touch my record me. is eleven one day my dad's house Maine yeah okay chilling eighty two degrees out August barely had a buzz yeah because I started like eleven a.m. it was like eight oh p.m. I drank eleven I was like I feel great I was down in Cabo and we were uh, we, we were on a fishing boat and there were five of us so we had five cases this wasn't in Cabo this was outside of Cabo called El Cardinal so it's a small town the only beer they had to offer was Pacifico Light. So we had five people on the boat, five cases of Pacifico Light, because oh, of yeah. course it was a dollar fourteen when you deal with the you know the exchange rate. So we uh, we started drinking, toast the sun up. We're coming back in, sundown, sun starts to drop. All the beer's gone, yeah. <laughs> and we look at each other and go, "Does anyone have?" Anything remotely resembling a buzz at this point? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Specific, and, and by the way, every and, and down there, every twelve pack, there's a half fill in every twelve pack. Oh, really? I don't know how, I mean, cut margins. Whatever. I don't know what the margins yeah. are. I don't know what it is, but they they have a half fill in every single case. Eleven and a half beers. That's a bargain. Eleven. The holiday eleven and a half pack. Yeah. The, the cartel's <laughs> like, say something. <laughs> say something. <laughs> That's good. That's, yes. I was looking yes. for that one. Fact, that the why, same? Did you, why did you just take all, 11 beers for the price of 12? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the light. same cartel Chupito. as the shop? Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. Same. Full circle. Yeah, Full yeah. circle, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> you know what? To, uh, also, Arizona-wise, you guys you guys love the uh, the light lager from or the... Um, there's yep. a light lager from Huss. Huss. Yep. Yeah. From Huss. Yeah. Uh, 12 West does a really good one as well in cans, the AZ Pills. That yes. one's fantastic. Zona Pills. Zona Pills, yeah, Zona yes. Pills, Zona right? Pills yeah. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some great ones. Uh, Helton Pilsner. I mean, can you beat the Helton Pilsner? That thing is... Yes, the Helton Black IPA. Yeah. Is no- <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening to this, yeah, We Brian actually have it. It's a little bragging moment here. Rob and I actually have it where we work. There's uh, there's the Hustle, uh, Arizona Light Lager is um, on tap. In our lobby. That's what I've heard. In your lobby. In our lobby. That's pretty badass. I drink that one every weekend at our yeah. Earn Your Booze events. Like, 
we always have like some good, you know, booze and cocktails and stuff, but I'm always having room for a couple beers. Yeah. And that one just, I mean, the bartenders know. They usually just have a handful that they give me and we go out and we just drink it while yeah. we're working out. <laughs> it's right. a great yeah. beer because my, no, my go-to for the longest time was Coors Light because I had a boat in Havasu. Yeah. So I spent a small fortune on Coors Light. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> kind of the same thing. Like there'd be like probably two cases per person. You come back, they're almost all gone and everyone's just kind of cool. You yeah. know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but that, uh, that Hus is a fantastic my Coors Light replacement. No yeah, offense. I, agree, I, mean, I, agree. I, I love it. I think it's a great beer. Yeah. That's exactly what they want, which yeah. is a great thing. I mean, crap, yeah. that's so smart. I mean, as I said before, Eric, is that smartest thing crappers do. Like, there are light beer drinkers. Yeah. And we talked to John at Oso. Yeah. And he said, look, we brew beer specifically because about 14% of the beer market drinks craft beer. That means 86% don't. Sure. Just brew beers for them. It's right. a huge opportunity. Huge opportunity. You yeah. did math right yeah. there. I did. That was fantastic. Well, I made it up in my head prior to actually saying it. So I was like, how can I split up 100 easy way? Hold on. Check his palms. He's got it written down. No, they had it up on the screen. You couldn't see it. Oh, okay. They had it up on the menu. It was a teleprompter that way? Well, you know, the brewers here at the shop do the math. I just drink the beer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're not mathematicians, right? We're beer drinkers. Yeah, that's like six times the customers that don't drink it. Exactly right. You know? But, dude, he had to one-up on the math. I got lucky. Yeah. Earn your math. I was doing the four times <laughs> well, the five. Like, six. I can say five or six or seven or nine, and they won't know. So I'll no, just say whatever true. number. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we gotta. Where? Where's? What's the goal with Brewmans? Like, what do you guys? Do you have a vision? Obviously, you guys a are now on size check that Four Peaks got. That's yep. that's basically right. what we're, that's right. exactly we're putting right. that out there. We're putting that out there. <laughs> so, but I think the, the I think the overall part, Eric, is, is similar to what you're doing in the sense that. While we get to the to the four peak size check, it's about getting different types of people together. So Mike and I are not judgmental people. Well, Mike's superpower is judgment. No, it's my spiritual. Gift. It is a spiritual yeah, gift. Yeah. But the point is, we're going to sit down and talk to you. So whether you happen to be, I don't know, someone completely different than us. Let's say you're transgender. I want I want to know about I want to know about your experience in life. I want to when Gianna gets a little bit older, we're going to talk to her about her experience. But that's I just want to know about people and. And what their story is. Yeah. That's yeah. all I want. That's what I want the Brewmans to become this billion-dollar brand doing is bringing people together. Yep, there he goes. He's out. He just He's threw up. He just passed <laughs> out. Wow, look at that guy. He's done. He's done. Someone, I did. He's out. Out. <laughs> We need the righty in here. I even got the tears in the eyes, that is too. A, that Hello. is a radio off the mic. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Kind of, no, we, can, we can edit this. You're not uh, lying, uh, man. Uh, he was just yeah. trying to uh, block the cough, yeah. and he just actually laid down on the bench. He did. Yeah. He almost went fetal. It was, it was awkward. <laughs> it's the, it, was, uh, it was a moment we just had. It's the, the, the peanut butter and jelly sour that I'm drinking. No, yeah. this is actually really, and it's like it's like a berry juice. It's it has really warm milk good. in it. That's why you're getting tired. No, no seriously. I'm just kidding. This, this is not yeah, Honestly. It feels so good. No. It, it reminds me of So I Married an Axe Murder right there. I'm juicing now. Harriet! I got a juice tiger. Oh, Harriet. But yeah, I think that's it, though, Eric, is that, yeah. look. It's about bringing people together at the end of the day. We hope that we make a billion dollars. Sure. But as long as we can make an impact, at least if small, that's cool, pretty and cool, pay too. pay the bills. Yeah, yeah pay yeah. the bills, make an impact. That's all it is, man. It's yeah. just, like I said, it started at a bar, at a, at a grill, quite literally at a grill. Well, so. I think that's the, the common theme between, between everything that we all do, right? It was like, let's find something that we love to do and that we're really, really good at doing. And then we'll figure out how to make money from it, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. But, but that I think that's what creates the best the best things is like something that's it's your intention. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's that that commitment to I want to make this great. And if I make this great, people are going to pay money for it. It's a long game, and it's you know you you gotta like we talked about you know when we were doing fight them shots. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the shop, fight them shots. Uh, Blanky in the mouth. <laughs> Woo! Here Five years in the making. Here fart in your, your mouth. Pick. Yeah, no, fart it's your not fart in your mouth. Take your pick. Yeah, fart in your mouth. Whatever. But, but it's Fungus that commitment. in your mouth. Whatever. Wow. It's yeah. that commitment, right? It's yeah. that commitment of doing something time after time after time without the intention or without getting a paid immediately for it. You got to just you play that long game. But you know? look, we all life is about paying your bills, making money at what you do. I mean, and, sure. then, and for some reason, we have this sort of guilt complex as human beings about, all right, I'm pursuing my passion. How do I get people to because I'm good at what I do and because yeah. I love this. That's why I'm good at this because I love it. Yeah. And I will help you in other ways. That's why you pay me to whatever the case may be. Sure. That's why we all go to actual real jobs because we get we don't go because we love it. Like we love the paycheck enough to keep going back five days a week and yeah. get three or four weeks of vacation if you're lucky. I I'm don't think to, that yeah. any of us are going to get real jobs after any of this, right? But Luke? that's I mean that's the Luke's goal. Like, nah. make it real yeah. <laughs> Justin's like Fuck it's becoming you. a real job, and that's what we wanted. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you say sure. real job, it doesn't mean you have to go work for somebody, get that be someplace at some time, and just not, be miserable. That's, yeah. that's gone. If, if you can make a job hanging out right the now. shop on a Tuesday afternoon, make the job at the shop on a Tuesday afternoon in Tempe. We live. In I think afternoon is a is a overstatement. Okay, this is early early <laughs> afternoon, slightly past late morning. morning. Yeah. Late morning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I love I love what you guys are doing. So Likewise. keep it up. We need to do more more of these. Get this guy involved so we don't all get like real shitty fat, you know. I know that's true. Yeah, but you are involved with with with. Uh, I don't want to say involved with him because that sounds weird, but <laughs> so you and Justin are an item now, right? We, Rob? we yeah. are an wow. item. Okay. We are an item. <laughs> I am uh, officially. Well, I gotta. You yeah, know, we're, Rob's wearing his EYB Letterman jacket right now. It's, it's, <laughs> yep, it is. It's awkward. But cool. hey, let's, uh, let's, good, let's talk about that. Wait till you see when I get the tattoo. I got a romance <laughs> tattoo on one side, EYB on the other. It's all good, baby. Which reminds me, I need to talk to you about tattoos. It's one of the things that I have so many questions about. I, you don't I, have I, a tattoo? What's that? You don't have no. it? No. Yeah, but you but want one. Finally, after 44 years, I decided what I want. Really? Yeah. Share it. So I just got one no, last I just, week. I need, no, come on, man. I'm going to tell you that is the exclusive. Please. I'm gonna tell you, dude. You moment. dropped your Cheerios. I'm gonna get a whole mess of Cheerios <laughs> tattooed on me. Nice. Do you Let's have a tattoo, Eric? I got two. I have okay. two. Tell me it's a tramp stamp. Please tell me it's a tramp oh, stamp. Please you know tell what? Me it's a tra- Funny story. I got two tattoos. <laughs> no, it's not. No. So when I'm 16, right? So my first tattoo, I'm 16. My my girlfriend's dad was like, "Hey, dude, I'll buy you a tattoo." Like, and he he what knew kind of like dude the is best. This? Yeah, dude was awesome. Interesting. And he was, and he's like, "Here's my tattoo artist, like one of the best in the country out of Youngstown, Ohio." These guys were great. So he's like, "What do you figure out what you want? I'll pay for it." So I'm like, "All right, it's between Underdog because I loved Underdog when I was a kid, or barbed wire around my bicep." Hell yeah, <laughs> Pamela so, Anderson style. Dude, this is 19. <laughs> please please, this is, please tell me you have Underdog. So tramp I got stamp. Underdog. Do you have an underdog no, tramp stamp? no. So that's 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 my second one. So first one. <laughs> But he went with his gut. He followed his gut no. both times. So I have underdog on my back shoulder. It's about this big. Um, that was the alternative next to barbed wire, right? Because otherwise, I'd be Pam Anderson right now with barbed wire. Yes. So I'm like, all right, good decision. I've got a cartoon on my back, but it could have been worse, right? Yes. 
Second tattoo. So this is the second one. So I got okay, a cross so on the it. back. Okay. All right, there we go. A cross nice. on my back. I'm like, I'm nice. not a religious person at all, and it does has no meaning. <laughs> there we go. So I just like did it. it. But it looks <laughs> cool. What does that go into? No meaning. But it was like, yeah, it's like yeah. a yeah. medieval it cross. It looks on cool. my yeah. full back. I'm not a religious guy. But here <laughs> we go. I got it right But I got that dude nailed on a cross right here. Looks good. But here's 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 the benefit, right? So I look at him like, ah, goddamn it, but. My buddy was with me. This is in like 2000. He's with me. He gets a tramp stamp. So he. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I could have got barbed wire. I got under. Might as well be a bullseye. Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like in the but I made a, a tramp, tramp stamp. Oh yeah, tribal too. Like tribal tramp uh, stamp on his lower okay, back. No. That's a Mike one, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried yeah. about. Why I'm worried about ruining the whole surprise. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, I ain't trying to get no tramp stamp. I was gonna do all of our logos as a tramp stamp on my back, but now I'm not gonna do it anymore because you guys ruined the surprise. Do it on the front instead. No, no. You know, it's something. <laughs> what do they call a trap stamp on the front? Ah. Entryway or something. Oh, I don't know. I? <laughs> Justin's put. Gianna's getting set down. He's like, all right, you need Gianna's, to go over here yeah, for this. Gianna's one. no yeah. idea yet. One of my favorite quotes about uh, tramp stamps was I was, for some reason, I was watching like George Lopez when he had that late night show. It's like I saw it for a total of five minutes of my life. How but coked out was he during that show, though? I think he was pretty mad yeah. coked out. <laughs> but he was <laughs> less political, and it was actually funny. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed it. Once yeah. he got all yeah. political, I was like, oh, oh wow, <laughs> what are you going to make fun of? Oh, I get it. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. So he goes up into the audience, and he sees this dude that has like a tattoo all over his arm. It's a tribal tattoo. And he goes up. He's like, hey, man, what's your... Uh, He's like, what's what's the tattoo you got? And he's like, oh, man, it's, you know, tribal, straight up white dude, right? Like, no, there, he was 100% white, right? And he's Whiter like, than us. Yeah. So he's got, like, this tribal tattoo, and George Lopez is like, oh, yeah? What tribe are you from, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. The tribe of Did Chad. Did you know Chad is a thing, by the way? My, my daughter's 14, so my, my, I have an 11-year-old 14-year-old. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, if yeah. you're a Chad... Oh Chad, yeah, Chad's wear the cargo shorts, and Chad's have the tank tops oh, and really? hang out like with Kyle's. But then, oh, but then if you're a, if you're our age, you're an Alpha Chad. You know where you're the Alpha Chads, and then the Alpha Kyles. Yeah. Alpha Kyle. Oh yeah. That's great. Oh, don't, I'm no, so no. out there's, of touch. There's, yeah. there's kids that will salute Alpha Kyle. <laughs> He's an Alpha Kyle. Alpha Kyle. Oh, you it's hysterical. Is that like big baggy jean shorts with the tight belt? Is that what an Alpha Chad is or an Alpha Kyle? Well, yeah, yeah. It's got the yeah. big bag. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird being out white, of touch. Con, white, no, the Kyle's, the Kyle's the loafers, basically the Carltons. Basically, they got the top collars. Yeah, the sailboat crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I'm a so the out of crowd in Arizona. That's a I'm real. I'm happy I know uh, Lizzo. Everybody knows Lizzo, but I'm like, I don't know what the kids. I looked at this playlist on Spotify the other day, like brand new hits, and I'm like, I don't know anybody. What is oh, Lizzo? Man. I don't know Lizzo. Either. I know Lizzo. You guys even <laughs> yes. know Lizzo. Lizzo's job, like buddy. the hottest I'm pop artist you, right now. I'm Lizzo. Proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent that bitch. What she says in one of her songs. Yeah, it's not, nope. <laughs> Took a DNA test. Hundred percent that bitch. I guess a good line. That I is a great Lizzo. line, by the way. <laughs> like, I love people taking those twenty three and me going. Uh, 100% that I bitch. did not know I was that. <laughs> Look around, Lizzo. Me, my parents told me I'm German, Scotch, Irish, and that explains my drinking problem. So I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Not going to have a yeah. test. Nope. I don't have I'm that. Good. I just like beer. I like you. One hundred percent Aborigine. Actually, wow. The DNA tests show. Really? That's, yeah. I'm 100% Wait, Aboriginal. No. Okay. no, he is. No, he is, yeah. <laughs> Aboriginal. Scots- Scotland. Scottsdale. 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 <laughs> all right, we're getting way, way yeah, off. Yeah, all, right. Right. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So, Turn my mic off. Sit down. Justin, what Whoa, is going he on? Said, he just motioned, sit what your I- ass down. <laughs> <laughs> he just told it. Justin Cross, sit your ass down. That's what it looked like from the outside, but my in my mind, it was like, hey, Justin, we're going to talk about Earn Your Booze yeah, now. Would you so. like to please join our conversation, <laughs> sir? 
Yeah, why not? Okay, there you I go. Gianna is just the life of the party here. Like she's, she's the yeah. queen bee. She so steals t- it all the time. What is going on with Earn Your Booze? Because I think last time you were on the podcast and we got an update, it was kind of the beginning phases of it. Sure. Not in the beginning phase anymore. No, not anymore. I yeah. was actually just looking at Facebook, and there's a picture of uh, me and a couple other guys holding you up. Ah, and, yeah, dude. In front of the... Before uh, our first event yeah. almost two years ago. Dude, that was before the first event. Yeah. That, that was, was right before the very first one yeah. of Scottsdale Beer Company. Dude, that's yeah, awesome, so it was, man. Uh, me, you, Doug from Scottsdale Beer Company, Elliot, and yep. um, AJ from Rush Club. That's right. All holding you up. And one of the you comments guys- was, man, you guys must be real strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, dude, you guys had, it was so funny. I'm like, dude, I got an idea. You guys all hold me up. There's like five jacked dudes, right? And all of you guys are like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know this guy was so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a real specimen. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, yeah, man, it's been uh, two years now, and we've essentially become uh, the one of the ultimate marketing tools for uh, alcohol brands, liquor, beer, wine, and all of that. Yeah. So we've, uh, we're completely full the rest of the year, and we're working on the first half of 2020 right now. And we found a real niche, especially with liquor brands, who um, you know have have the the funds and the uh, the desire to become seen as like kind of a, a fit, active, you know, kind of thing. Because it's real easy to just to be a boozy brand, sure. But yeah. to be more than just a boozy brand can be kind of difficult. Yeah. And so we've kind of been bridging that gap with our uh, with fitness events and just our mindset. Like right now, we basically are saying. Um, you can still cuss on this podcast, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay, fuck perfect. Yeah. <laughs> We're still saying basically a fuck sober October. Fuck sober. And, it's, yeah. and not because we just want people to keep boozing and drinking, yeah. but because we'd rather uh, have our mindset of earn it. Because when you do, you're probably uh, you know exercising more, eating a little healthier, hydrating, and doing things that are allowing you to intake that, that alcohol. Yeah. So we're trying to get people just to, to do that year round and not just get fucked up all the time and then try to take a whole month up sober because then November 1st hits. Now it's all the holidays and all that stuff. And people yeah. booze more November, December than they ever would have in October. Yeah. Um, especially if you, especially if you deprive so yourself. Right. Yeah, exactly. You deprive yourself. Time. I'm just piling yeah. it up. Stop yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're getting ready. All these, you got all these <laughs> yeah. beers and bars and cocktails and everything yeah. in mind. And then you yeah. go crazy. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's the habits versus diet type of thing, right? Yeah. Like just create good habits. And, good habits. That's, I mean, yeah. yeah, across the board, good habits. And we're not really even giving one, anybody even any guidelines that this is how you have to live. It's just find, um, you know, that what, whatever that mentality is for you. Yeah. You know, and just find ways to uh, just be healthier overall, especially yeah. with movement, because we can sweat out some toxins and all sure. that kind of stuff, because then we're going to get the retox, you know, whenever yeah. we want. Uh, but we don't tell anyone to stop drinking for the most part. Some people might need a reminder. Just, but He's most on people, his phone. Hey, He's on, on his phone. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're doing good. So uh, we're working with, uh, at the moment, Hendrix Gin, Malagra Tequila, Monkey Shoulder Scotch. Um, all that. So this weekend we have a, a, a great event coming up with a Monkey Shoulder Scotch and then Hendrix Gin the following weekend. We're going to Tucson with Jack Daniel's Single Barrel in a couple weeks at Hotel nice. Congress. So uh, we've uh, luckily found our niche kind of with uh, a lot of those brands that are looking for a way to be active. And sure, that's what we do. We give them that's a hand. Awesome. We give them, we hand them a turnkey package essentially. And. She needs to get on the mic. Yeah, she's on. Get this little thing on. I need to see what my dad does. Let me tell you what my dad does, y'all. Hotel Congress. Cover the mic. She just headbutted that thing. That was awesome. She literally headbutted the mic. Show you what my dad does. Like it was a deliberate too. She knows my secret move. 
Never see a headbutt Ernie coming. Ernie Booth sounds like a little cutesy kind of thing. Like, oh, wow, Ernie Booth, I see you got to work out this and the other thing. And I talked about my outdoor world. Those guys have made me a better athlete in the field. They've made me better at what I do. And it's built around fun stuff like booze and beer and in community and people getting together and things like that. And I've in the in the oh man, year plus that I've known you, I've just I've changed as I've changed as an outdoorsman. And it, it I mean it just it crosses a bunch of borders. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Well, and always your your approach has always been what I really love about it is very non judgmental of like dude. What are you drinking for? Like, why are you drinking? Aren't you, you know, concerned about your fitness? You're like, nope. dude, you can have How both. Many carbs is it? Have both, right? Like, yeah, that's, 100%. that's that's it's been it's balance, and and I think that's just an overall encompassing theme in life is have balance. Yeah, because right? we're trying to yeah. smash that because any personal trainer that you hire is probably going to tell you stop drinking and only Ooh. eat chicken broccoli rice <laughs> and just and ruin your life, right? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. And, and we're not doing that. Yeah, we we are at the breweries. We're at at the bars. We're out. Uh, we have you know a lot of bartenders on our team. Like we we are in that that booze industry. Yeah, and we're basically just trying to get people to. Uh, maybe dial down the drinking if they need it, depending on each person. Sure. But definitely for everybody, increase what you're doing as far as taking care of the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Love but it, we're man. not telling anyone. I'm, sure I had like I'm the six first one to get a drink with you. Your booze oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I earned it, though. Yeah, for sure. I, I did like this. nine squats. But here's the gig, and I, I think <laughs> Rob and I have had this conversation before when it comes to earn your booze. Like, look, I... Dude, you look like you're chiseled out of something. I'm not going to look like that. I probably never look like that. And as a matter of fact, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spend more time than I do now exercising for what I do, and out in the field to look like that. I want to feel better about myself. I want to feel better when I'm driving. I feel better when I'm sitting down. I want to feel better when I'm, you know, right. running. Like, oh man, everything's not jiggling just now. Sure. That, that's for me. <laughs> I don't right. want to. I, I really am not looking for that bodybuilder kind of look. No, nope. and I it, it, and you guys are welcoming in there. You're like that's fine. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, come on in, man. Let's have let's have a we drink. We want people let's, let's to live longer so they can enjoy more drinks and experiences with their friends yeah. and family. Yep. I don't give a fuck what you look like. Yeah, if you want to be a bodybuilder, great. If you have no desire and you, be, and you and you we are just convincing you to get out and walk the dog because that's something you've never done. That's right. great. Yeah. And yep. we basically just want you to be, feel better, live longer, and enjoy more drinks. It's as simple as that. I'm, I'm all in. about that. I'm in. You don't have to ask I'm me in, guys. twice. I'm in, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, right. all about that. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. My man, Corey Miller, over here from Park Street Studios. Oh, he's here. Corey. Have you met Corey? Oh, Corey. We had Corey on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Thanks, Corey. So, uh, guys, thanks for doing this. We are going to definitely do some more things yes. coming up very soon. All about it. Likewise. Keep doing what you guys That's do. That's just so cool about you two guys. You guys are we're all in the same space, same area. But um, I'm so happy to see all, all of us sitting here together. So, yeah. Eric, you're the man. You know that. Yeah, yeah. You guys are the man. You know that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get another beer. Right. We'll go home. Yeah, Let's do another like beer. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Cheers, Eric. Uh, thanks, thanks buddy. Cheers, everybody. Absolutely. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Check out their show. Check out their podcast. Uh, if you are available at the time that they do the podcast live, and it's on the airwaves, do that. Otherwise, um, listen to it afterwards. So I don't know why I said all that. But anyways, check out the Brewmans. Guys are really, really great dudes. Doing some really cool stuff. Ernie Booze is just taking off as well. So proud of my man, Justin Cross, who is just working his ass off to make this uh, this this dream 
reality, as they say, right? So, guys, thanks so much for everything. Thanks to my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much. And if you're interested in checking out the Patreon page, it is Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash tap that AZ podcast. So really, really appreciate you guys so much. And the best advice that I could probably give you is stay awesome. Estoy tan 